Verity for breakfast. Triple M. Triple M. Sports with Saratsis. Joel, we'll start off this morning. It's not great news to be chatting about, but Cricket Australia, hot water to say the very least in terms of this ball tampering scandal. Yeah, well, good morning, Verity. Great to be with you. Just astonishing stuff that transpired in South Africa at Cape Town. The fact of the matter is it has happened and we just have to comprehend it, I guess. Truly one of the darkest probably days ever in Australian cricket and if not Australian sports history. Not sure how much of it you followed, Verity, but basically what happened, WA lad Cam Bancroft was caught on the cameras with something yellow in his hand, just tampering with the ball a bit and the Australian camp obviously saw the monitors that he was caught on the cameras doing it. And then it got even worse. Twelfth man Peter Hanscom got the message to run out to uh, Cam Bancroft and just say, look, you've been caught on the cameras. You better get rid of whatever was in your hands there. And then he tried to hide it down the front of his jock. Unfortunately for Cam Bancroft, that was caught on the cameras as well. It all looked very, very sus. And then sure enough, after the game, came out Cam Bancroft and Steve Smith and it was a transpired cheating debacle, to be honest. Steve Smith said, yep, at the lunch break, the whole leadership group came together and we thought, this is how we can gain an advantage. And, well, I guess you can feel a little bit sorry for WA's Cam Bancroft because uh, I guess it's in his, his seventh test match ever and clearly he was directed by the leadership group that that's what he had to do. Now, in the aftermath of it, what's actually happened in terms of sanctions, Steve Smith, he's been handed a one-match ban from the ICC, fined 100% of his match fee. Bancroft, he's been given three demerit points, four gets you a suspension, so he'll be able to play the next test, but 75% of his match fee is gone. And look, there could be more to come, and disappointed people around Australia, and I guess the big wigs getting involved as well, Prime Minister. I know, saying, he's had a bit to say about it this morning as well. <laughs> Everyone has. The Aussie cricket team, always fiery, always play their heart out, but never really stooping to cheating. You wouldn't expect that from them, and... It'll be interesting to see how it unfolds over the next couple of days. But, Verity, there was a game of cricket going on, believe it or not, while all that was happening. South Africa won the test last night. It was actually amazing viewing the South African fans. They are ripped through the Australian top order. Four wickets for only two runs in the third session there. And it was all the third session, actually. They lost all ten wickets in one session, the Aussies. I think it all just compounded yesterday, and it wasn't great viewing for Australian fans. But for South Africa, great for them. 322 run, win, and they take a 2-1 series lead. We had the opening of the AFL matches. We sure did, Verity. Round one of the AFL. We'll start with the Dockers on Saturday. They didn't have a great start to the season. 50-point loss to the hands of Port Adelaide. Adelaide over 110-60, to 60, the final score, and really the only shining light, Lockie Neal. 38 touches he had, so a great start to the season for him, but not many contributors helping him out, and that fight is a little bit disappointing, especially after the uh, pre-season that he had. But look, a few debutants, Andrew Brayshaw played well, Bailey Banfield, they got through unscathed very well. So I guess a few shining lights, and next week they uh, come back home and take on Essendon, who've got the wind in their sails. They just beat last year's grand final satellite. So that should be a good game in Frio's first game at the Perth New Optus Stadium. Speaking of which, Verity, the Eagles, they christened it yesterday, and it was a, <laughs> it was a great game of footy. Unfortunately for the Eagles, they didn't get the win. Sydney... Just too strong in the end. There's a bloke from uh, Dower and WA, Verity. Not sure if you heard of him, uh, Lance Buddy Franklin. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I think I might have heard his name before. <laughs> he is just at 31 years old. <laughs> he is just at the top of his game. And uh, my, he is just unstoppable. Brilliant viewing. Eight goals he kicked yesterday. And really, 
the difference between the two teams. Nick Nack got through, Verity, that's a good sign for the Eagles, and a few debutants as well, Liam Ryan, Daniel Venables, Fabos played well, Jake Waterman up front, he'll probably, you know, make way for Josh Kennedy when he's fit and firing, but look, good signs for the Eagles going forward, obviously they didn't get the win, and uh, next week they face the Bulldogs, who got an 80-point thumping at the hands of GWS. So Ooh. that should be a good game. But Eddie had stadium next week. That should make for a good one. Well, fingers crossed both of our sides come out with a win for next week. It'll be a new slate. Thanks so much for giving us a bit of a, a debrief about all of that this morning. Really appreciate it, Joel. We'll chat to you next week. Thanks, Verity. Verity for breakfast. Always wonderful to have a, a nice chat with James West on a Monday morning. Had the big Year 12 school ball, James. A really wonderful night for the kids. Yes, good morning, Verity. Yes, it was a fantastic Friday for the Year 12 ball. And um, look, there's some great photos that have come out on Facebook. You know, as part of the ball is the Year 11s had to do the catering for them. And so they get an opportunity to see all these ones all dressed up in their in their beautiful suits, beautiful um, dresses, dresses that they wore. <laughs> yeah, so, look, you know, fantastic opportunity for the Year 12s. Pretty much let their hair down and, and, you know, show them how much they loved it at school and, and being a part of the school ball. So the Year 11s helped sort of do all the catering side of things. Yes, the only reason I knew that is because my son's Year 11. Now, he loves us cooking, uh, hopes to be one day to be a chef. Does so, he really? Yes, yes. Oh, so he wonderful. was down there. Look, he said he enjoyed it, you know, obviously preparing all the food and then... Um, you know, letting, letting the year 12s have something to eat while they're in there enjoying themselves and, and, and having a bit of a dance and, and a lot of photos. Because you know what it's like at, oh, a, at yeah. a school ball. It's all about uh, <laughs> it's all who about can look the, the best. The perfect shot. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and Definitely. We also wanted to mention this morning, James, I know it's only the beginning of the week, but it'll be here before you know it. We've got Easter coming on up and we just want to mention safety once again. Yes, it's one of the most important things. When people go away for a long weekend and, you know, and obviously happy Easter to everybody that comes into Good Friday and, and the Monday. Uh, but we just want to, you know, re-educate just to be very careful on the roads when you're travelling anywhere, especially our young ones who, um, you know, who are our learner drivers, P-platers. There's going to be a lot of people on the roads. Just be careful because we're, we need them to come back so they can hear both of us talk about our beautiful valley area, the area of the we built. Speaking of our lovely Avon Valley, we've got some wonderful things happening, including Molly Dixon, who you went and supported. You went down to the Northern Farmers Markets on the weekend and bought a couple of cupcakes. They twisted your arm. <laughs> they did. Look, and, and I want to mention that too with Farmers Market. It's a great opportunity to get people to come into the community on a Saturday. And yeah, I went down and, and I, support, I supported the Dixon family who are fundraising for their daughter, uh, to, who is in the Australian under-19 floorball team. And uh, yeah, I bought a couple of cu- cupcakes. Actually, I bought about six or seven, actually. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it was, yeah. it's going to a great cause. And, and look, there was a lot of other things that was happening down there. And it's just good for the community, good for Northam and uh, S from the Woman in Business. So they, look, they do a fantastic job. And, you know, um, great to see it down there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just a great way to support people that are going on to better and brighter things, especially for young Molly. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, just a wonderful morning out for the whole family if you've never been to the markets before. Thank you so much, James, for a quick couple minutes of your time this morning, giving us a bit of a lowdown of what's been happening. Appreciate it. No, thank you, Verity. Verity for breakfast. For breakfast. Ah. back to history. You do now confess. I'm pleased to tell you today. The landing of the adaptation. Oh, it's just tremendous. Under the lono. Now, some absolute gems 
found this morning. Born on this date, the 26th of March, 1931, Star Trek actor Leonard Nimoy was born. Happy birthday up above the Flying Doctor Service, 1934. They announced that it will expand from Queensland into our very own Western Australia. There you go, 1984 also, we introduced the $100 note. And in 1937 on this date, spinach growers in Crystal City, Texas, erected a statue of Popeye in gratitude to him for saving their dying industry. <laughs> Love to go and see that. But in the music world, 1969... Marvin Gaye, we actually uh, played this one a little bit earlier this morning, rightly so, number one on the UK singles chart with this one right here. So catchy, heard it through the grapevine. The song was first recorded by the Miracles and had also been a million seller in 1967. So a couple of years before for Gladys Knight and the Pips. But there you go. That's your end of the lineup for this morning. And it was a big weekend of sport. Lots of fantastic things going on. We had the big AFL Women's Carnival on the Friday night out in Narrabeen. Took the big bus on out with the Meriden girls and we were fortunate enough to play a few round robins against the Narrabeen Hawkettes and the Bruce Rock Lady Pies, I think was the name that was deemed on the Facebook page anyway. But a very big thank you and congratulations to all the women that participated. A big thank you as well to everyone that helped coordinate and organise, Mr Craig Gemeiner, for having a bit of a chat with me on air, giving us some details about it and also being involved in bringing it together and did happen to be lucky enough to reside in the winning side and as a bit of a celebratory event, we decided to, on the way home, stop by the Munty Pub in Muntagen. What a place. I've never been, had never been there before and I think they stayed open just for us, providing some hot chippies. Just a wonderful place to be. There's an old doggo there, Dee Dee. They do happen to bring out the costumes, which is interesting and was very, very highly, highly sought after all the different hats and wigs and it was great. If you've never been to the Munty Pub before, can highly recommend. And also wanted to do a bit of a shout out. We had a lot of basketball grand finals happen over the weekend. If you happen to be a part of any feel good stories, not so good, you want to make some shout outs to coaches, people, players, feel free here in the studio. It's 13 27 10. Personally, I was involved in one of the grand finals for the women's uh, side in the Meriden Basketball Association. And I want to say a big thank you and congratulations to all my fellow teammates beautiful women in the sonics team and nicole newton what a gun she <laughs> wrapped up i think collecting three medals at the end of the night most votes in the league and just yeah just killed it i think to say the least and again a very big thank you to all the teams and everyone involved in or orchestrating what is a huge it's a huge thing to get these comps together so it's um pretty wonderful really i'm feeling pretty sore this morning though still to be honest if you want to have a chat, uh, any feel-good stories from any of your sporting accomplishments over the weekend, love to hear from you, 13 27 10.